you are listening to all law an audio series brought to you by lakshmi kumaran and shridharan a leading indian law firm at the firm we are proud to combine knowledge of law with extensive experience in industry and technology in order to design practical legal solutions for our clients this podcast series is a part of our knowledge sharing initiative where we will discuss notable judicial and regulatory developments and analyze the business implications of the law as it evolves in india the topic for today's podcast is interest on delayed payment of tax and how the saga continues today's podcast concerns section 50 of the central goods and services tax act much has been said and done about whether interest is liable to be paid on the gross tax liability in case of delayed payment of taxes with the introduction of the proviso to section 50 subclause 1 with effect from the 1st of July 2017 the legislature indicated that their intention is to levy interest only on the portion of output tax liability discharged by way of cash that is the net tax liability the introduction of this proviso was a welcome measure which provided much needed relief to taxpayers who were burdened with heavy interest liabilities on their output tax payments including the portions remitted through input tax credit the scope of the proviso to section 50 subclause 1 came up before the honorable madras high court in the recent decision of shrinivasa stampings the high court has interpreted the proviso to section 50 subclause 1 to not merely apply to a case of delayed payment of tax but also to a scenario where the tax has been belatedly paid through returns filed after the prescribed due date in other words as per the high court returns must be filed belatedly and there must be a delay in payment of gst only then interest is liable to be paid to the extent of the delayed payment of tax in cash the corollary of this conclusion is that in a case where there is a delay in payment of tax due to inadvertence or an interpretation issue though the returns are filed on the due date interest would have to be remitted on the gross tax liability for instance Let us consider a case where a person manufactures and sells a certain product under the belief that the goods attract GST of 18% and discharges tax at such rate through the returns filed within the due date. Subsequently, the manufacturer understands that the correct rate of tax applicable to the goods in question is 28%. The manufacturer accordingly discharges the differential tax liability of 10% through the returns filed in the subsequent months. The 10% differential liability is discharged through utilization of input tax credit. The question which arises is whether interest is liable to be discharged on the 10% paid through credit. Based on the reasoning of the Honorable Madras High Court, though there is a case of delay in payment of tax to the extent of the differential 10%, since there has been no delay in filing of returns, the proviso to section 50 subclause 1 would be inapplicable. Accordingly, interest would have to be remitted on the tax liability discharged by the manufacturer through credit as well the rationale adopted by the high court while arriving at this conclusion cannot be doubted since the proviso itself is couched in such language the proviso states in so many words that interest shall be payable on that portion of the tax which is paid by debiting the electronic cash ledger in respect of supplies made during a tax period and declared in the return for the set period furnished after the due date the honorable high court has interpreted the proviso strictly as any fiscal statute should 
this podcast intends to focus on the impact of this interpretation in this regard we proceed to trace the history behind the introduction of the proviso to section 50 sub clause 1 with specific focus on the jurisprudence that has developed over time and the GST Council decisions. The GST Council, through its 31st meeting, granted in-principle approval for amendment to Section 50 of the CGST Act, thereby requiring payment of interest only on the net cash liability. Section 100 of the Finance Act 2019 inserted a proviso to Section 50 subclause 1 to give effect to the said recommendation. The intention behind introducing the proviso was a natural concept of interest which signifies a compensatory character. The difference between a tax, interest and penalty is categorically brought out by the Honorable Supreme Court in the decision of Associated Cement Company Limited versus Commercial Tax Officer. It has been held as follows. Tax, interest and penalty are three different concepts. Tax becomes payable by an assessee by virtue of the charging provision in a taxing statute. Penalty ordinarily becomes payable when it is found that an assessee has willfully violated any of the provisions of the taxing statute. Interest is ordinarily claimed from an assessee who has withheld payment of any tax payable by him and it is always calculated at the prescribed rate on the basis of the actual amount of tax withheld and the extent of delay in paying it. It may not be wrong to say that such interest is compensatory in character and not penal. Further, the Honorable Orissa High Court, in the decision of Executive Engineer vs. Surendranath, observed that the natural conception of the word interest is the ordinary or normal profit which the person entitled to the principal money might have made if he had the use of the said money or his expected loss under usual or ordinary circumstances due to the non-payment of the same at the proper time. Thus, interest is nothing but a compensation payable for deprivation of the use of the principal amount. It is for this reason, the Honorable Madras High Court, in the decision of Refex Industries Limited, found fit to observe that interest levyable under Section 50 should not apply to tax liabilities discharged to credit as the availability of credit itself runs counter to the fact that the Revenue Department has been deprived of funds. Rather, it was held that payments through credit only meant enrichment for the state. Apart from the decision of Refex Industries Limited, this issue came up before other high courts and in some cases it led to conflicting decisions where interest was held to be payable on the gross tax liability. The reasons for the confusion was attributable to the fact that the proviso was yet to be notified and there was a lack of clarity on whether the effect of the law would be prospective or retrospective. To ensure consistency, the subject was included in the agenda to the 39th GST Council meeting. The Council recommended that interest should be levied on the net cash liability with retrospective effect. In the agenda note to the Council meeting, the scope of the proviso to Section 50 was discussed and it was observed as follows. Accordingly, in cases of delayed payment of taxes, interest may be charged only on the net cash liability, that is that portion of the tax that is paid by debiting the electronic cash ledger, except in cases where proceedings under Section 73 or 74 have been initiated in respect to the said period. However, it may be noted that the said provision has not been notified till date. Prior to the said amendment, interest was to be paid by the taxpayers on the tax payable 
irrespective of whether it was to be paid in cash or by utilization of input tax credit it is evident from this discussion that the council understood the proviso as being applicable to all cases of delayed payment of taxes and the only exception was to scenarios where proceedings under section 73 or 74 had been initiated no specific requirement for delay in filing returns was noted by the council to summarize interest is meant to only compensate for the time value of money lost because of delay in payment of tax payment of tax liabilities through credit should not attract interest as the revenue is not deprived of funds so long as the taxpayer had sufficient credit balance delay in payment of tax may be on account of late filing of returns or late discharge of gst at a subsequent date though returns may be filed on the due date in both cases rationally the interest should be attracted only on the net cash liability having understood the nature of interest and the background in which the proviso to section 50 subclause 1 was introduced it can be reasonably concluded that the intention of the lawmakers was not to levy interest on tax liabilities discharged through credit nevertheless the manner in which the provision reads as on date is bound to create difficulties in implementing law in cases where there is a delayed payment of gst without delay in filing returns businesses may foresee increased litigation on this front the revenue department may levy interest on delayed payment of taxes even on the portions remitted through credit if the returns through which the liabilities have been discharged is filed on time to mitigate such avoidable litigations taxpayers may make suitable representations to the gst council seeking an amendment to the law or a clarification to extend the applicability of the proviso to all cases of belated tax payments so long as the taxpayer had sufficient credit balance thank you for taking the time for listening to this series we would love to hear your feedback comments and questions about the episode you can write to us at podcast@lakshmishree.com to know more you can even suggest topics for future episodes if you'd like to hear more about them Do check out our website www.lakshmishree.com which has been linked in the episode description below to keep you abreast with the relevant legal updates we hope that you'll join us next week